this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Anchor. If you don't know what Anchor is and you're thinking about starting a podcast, you should probably find out what Anchor is because Anchor is a free way to host your podcasts. It also gives you creation tools like the ability to record yourself, record with other people, edit as well, and do it from your phone or your computer. You don't need to go buy fancy tools to start. You can start with Anchor. And you can hit the nice distribute button, and it's going to send it out to all the places you want it to be, like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, and more. In addition to that, you can make money from your podcast with no basic listenership. In other words, if you only have 10 people because you're just starting, you can still monetize that. It's really hard to find a better place to start. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm and get started on the crazy podcast journey. All right, my tea is ready. I'm back. Actually, I missed doing this the last two days. You know, I, th- I think sometimes uh, you'd think that after doing this every day and having a few days off would be something that I would look forward to. But it's actually the opposite. So uh, I hope you guys enjoyed the episodes that I dropped in. Stuff, the pre-recorded stuff, the older stuff. You know, those five interviews that I gave you guys yesterday. I wanted to put those in there, but at the same time, I re-listened to those. Man, my uh, I can hear the difference in the way that I, I don't even know how to word it, to be honest. <laughs> I just hear, I hear myself being less comfortable. I don't know how to explain it, how to explain it. There's a weird... It's a weird thing to try to describe how you can hear the difference in the way that you talk when you're recording yourself, when it kind of generally sounds the same to most people. But for you, you can hear the difference. Maybe it's just a a symptom of knowing yourself. Like, that's me being genuine. That's me being a little uncomfortable. Like this right now, this is me being very genuine. This is off the cuff. I've got some... I've got some uh, special tea tonight. One of the things I've been noticing recently is when I get to the end of these, I don't know if it's because I'm doing it every day, but I get to the end of these and my throat was starting to kill me. So I did a little research about, you know, what do what do people who uh, sing, you know, like opera singers and so forth, what do they use for their throat? And the one that seemed the most reasonable to me, since I'm a big tea drinker, as you know, is throat coat tea. So we're given some slippery elm throat coat tea from my favorite tea company, Traditional Medicinals, which uh, is on my list of companies that I would love to work with in some way, just because I love their tea. So let's uh, let's get into the actual reason you came here, the actual bulk of this episode. I'm a big reader. I'm sure some of you are pretty pretty much aware of that. I like to read a lot. So 
something else that I love that maybe most people aren't too familiar with is I love lists. I love, I've always loved lists. I've talked about this briefly before when I said that uh, the unit of culture is the list, in my opinion. So one of the things at this time of year people love to do is year-end lists. And I, I love doing it too. So I'm doing that over on Patreon. And one of the lists, the list that I put out today for, for patrons, was the list of all the books that I read this year. But I wanted to highlight some of those for you guys here in the public feed. I wanted to take that list, pull out about four of the books that stood out to me right now from that list, and do something in audio to kind of explain what was so incredible about those books or why they stand out. Now, these these books we're going to talk about, these aren't necessarily my favorite books of the year. They're not even maybe the best books of the year. They're just the ones that kind of have have lived with me. The ones that I read and just still occupy a big portion of my brain. That I'm still contemplating stuff that I read in them. So I'm calling them the most interesting books of 2020. The first one is a book that I think some people might have a big problem with, which, well, what a controversial way to start this. <laughs> what I mean is there's a certain certain view of psychology that's accepted in Western culture. And anything that challenges the accepted perspective of psychology is kind of ostracized. And what's interesting about this book is it's written by Ichiro Kishimi and Fumataki Koga. And they write the book in the form of a Socratic dialogue between the proposed, I'm using air quotes here, proposed philosopher and uh, a younger man. That's, that's the basic Socratic dialogue is always the philosopher is teaching someone else and they're doing it through conversation. Which is exactly what's Hatscape. You create your own story. So to be able to see the letters and stuff going around that, it's interesting to see what his story was around these enigmatic photos. But here's the thing. I'm holding the book, and I told myself, no, like I don't have the money for this right now. And it's, it's just, you know, I'm going to dinner. I'm about to go to dinner. I'm going to carry this big book over to dinner. Many and many other excuses. I talked myself out of it. I put the book back on the shelf. And I never, ever forgot about the book. Every time I would be buying some sort of other book online or something like that, I would be looking to see if this book was on sale. To see if I could find this book for cheaper than whatever price it was that was too expensive for me at the time. You know, because I'm doing the math in my head. I don't know if you do this. If you love books, you're going, hmm, I could buy this one book or I could buy three paperbacks. I'll go for the three. But it was like a bug. Couldn't get rid of it. So one day, finally, I bought it. I'm pretty sure, actually, I think I got a good price on it, too. But I bought it. I brought it home. And you think, after all this time, I've been obsessed with this book. I tore into it. 
No, I put it on the shelf. <laughs> I put it on the bookshelf and it's been sitting there for like a year. Sometimes you're just content to know that you have something. I can get to that. We'll see the sensations of chest tightness and shortness of breath. We're running. We're not dying. This is the podcast version of It Matters But It Doesn't, which is also available in blog and newsletter form. So if you would like to reference the original post or leave a comment, you can do so at itmatters.substack.com, where you can also subscribe to the newsletter version. And when you get there, you will also discover that there are both free and paid subscriptions available. The paid subscribers will help to pay for the work that I do to write these episodes. And they will also allow me to keep this free for those who can't afford to support right now. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you when I see you.